Congress is in for a big fight in the upcoming days over the debt ceiling. Well, what will Republicans do? TikTok is trying to put themselves in the good graces of the government again, but is it going to work? And basically, should it work? And a congresswoman decides to instill racism into law. This is Gene, and you're listening to Tomass's Talk in Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talk and Politics. No real news. I couldn't believe. I know it was Martin Luther King Day yesterday, and lots of things were shut down, and lots of jobs weren't being done, but I was shocked that there was just so little news yesterday. I would have thought something would have happened. Well, I mean, there was Joe Biden, of course, and because it was Martin Luther King, he needed to be out there and talking about Martin Luther King stuff and he did yesterday so he was in a, a he was in a uh, town hall someplace I can't remember the National Action Network that's what it was the uh, which is basically the what do they call it the it's it's National Action Network is I think it's run by Al Sharpton or something it's a, a African-American group and of course he said some very Bad things. He did some very bad things. So here he is. This is his Joe Biden's first clip of him talking about the banning of assault weapons, specifically AR-15s. So let's listen to him talk about, well, basically threaten the American people who want to keep their gun rights. And ban the number of bullets that go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty as water of the blood of patriots. Give me a, if you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. I'm serious. Think about it. This isn't the first time he's actually done this, threatening the American public, saying that your AR-15s are not... Uh, it, By the way, it's always the same argument with this guy. You don't need that many... But you know what? It's not your damn business what I need. And the Constitution's pretty freaking clear. You're not to take away my gun rights. And that's what they... They always try and go around that. But, again, this is fascist speaking. You think you can beat us? We're the government. We have F-15s. Well, okay, you have F-15s, and you shouldn't worry about us having our guns. How about that? I, I don't know who his speechwriters are. I really don't. But you'd think they'd tell him, hey, you know, these are... The Kevlar, the deer with Kevlar vest thing, probably not a great idea. You telling people you, the government has F-15s, probably not a not a great idea. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, his argument right there is, well, I mean, most of us aren't planning to take over the government. So if you've got F-15s, why do we need, why can't we keep our AR-15s? I mean, that's the argument he's making. Really just annoying. And then there's this this clip yesterday. Here he is singing happy birthday. I don't know to who. I didn't watch his thing. But he's singing happy birthday to one of the activists there. And <laughs> he has kind of a, a glitch. A little mental glitch. Because he can't remember who he's singing happy birthday to. Let's listen to this. But congratulations today, the honorees. Uh, including your wife, uh, who I understand uh, is birthday today. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. 
on somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. Well, it's hell turning 30, but you got to. Yep, he forgot her name. Not to mention he can't sing. That's our president. That's who's running the world here. Okay, now the, the one piece of important news, and this is going to be big for the next couple of days. It looks like there's going to be a fight in Congress this coming Thursday. Um, that is when the debt ceiling, the debt limit will be reached and there's going to be a push for the debt ceiling to be raised. Now, when the debt limit's reached, what that basically means is the government won't be able to borrow any more money. If the debt ceiling is not increased by June, we will the government will run out of money and uh, it will basically shut down. Now, Republicans are against raising the debt limit because our, our debt is closing in on $32 trillion and we are going to have to pay that off eventually and could lose our favorite status as a default currency around the world. This is a, a serious thing. This will also lead possibly lead to austerity measure, measures. Now, austerity is the pro, that's what the debt will lead to. If we keep going on this 33, 34, 35 trillion dollars, eventually we have to pay that off and that's when countries go into austerity. Now, austerity is the process when spending stops in order to control and lower the debt. Most of the spending that would probably stop would be things like social programs, such as social security, welfare, food stamps, things like that. Sometimes these, measure, these measures are determined by, the, by other countries that we owe the debt to. One country that we owe a lot of debt to is China. And no one seems to be dealing with this COVID issue. Examples of countries that have gone through austerity in the past 10 years would be Greece. Greece went actually bankrupt. They almost, they almost went insolvent. They, they had nothing. And Spain had the same issue. So Kevin McCarthy made it very clear that he is not warm to raising the debt ceiling again. Don't forget, we've been raising the debt ceiling every month for the last six months. We Last time we raised it was, I believe it was on December 18th or December 16th, something like that. So he's not warm to raising the debt ceiling anymore. He's, he believes, and thanks to the Republicans he negotiated with to become Speaker, they don't want it raised again. So he thinks maybe the government should shut down. He thinks now it's time to control our spending. Here's what he said, quote, This is something that the people have utilized, but I ask all of you and all Americans, if you have a child and you give them a credit card and they spend the limit, so you, so you increase the limit again and again and again, when does it end? We've got to change the way we are spending money wastefully in this country. And we're going to make sure that happens. To get, the, to get a debt ceiling, they also got to cap on spending for the next two years. Spending is out of control here. There's been no oversight, and we cannot continue around the same process. And he's absolutely correct. And again, this is a very conservative, this is a very conservative take. This is not his necessarily his take. He didn't believe this when he voted for it last month. Okay, he, he believed in increasing the debt. Here's the problem that Kevin McCarthy understands, 
but a lot of people don't understand. Um, debt spending is not... Uh, cutting the debt or ra- not raising the limit is not popular. People like their food stamps. People like their social security. People like their... Um, like their... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, their food stamps. Their welfare. All that stuff. They like that stuff. They like the spending. The problem, and this is the problem when a new plan comes along and they want to spend trillion, billions of dollars on it and they say, oh, it'll only be here for five years. Well, usually it's not. It ends up staying there permanently because people like getting things. Well, Janet Yellen is having a tough time with this. Um, she She's a very untalented sec, treasury secretary. She sent a, a letter to Kevin McCarthy telling him that everything will be okay and, and you got to raise the jet, debt ceiling. In a better in a better argument, she actually released an article in the Wall Street Journal. She wrote, "In the matter of days, millions of Americans could be strapped for cash. We could see indefinite delays in critical payments. Nearly 50 million seniors could stop receiving social security debt checks for a time." Troops could go unpaid. Millions of families who rely on the monthly child tax credit could see delays. America, in short, would default on its obligations. Now, this is pure fear-mongering, okay? The the troops are not going to lose their money. They're going to get their money back. Everyone is going to get paid what they need to get paid. But a couple of things that she mentioned, Social Security is going to go insolvent anyway. Social Security was uh, was a pyramid scheme. It was crap. I mean, basically, it depends on one generation to pay another generation. That's how. That's what ended up happening. And now, since the baby boomers, which have huge populations, are being paid by Gen Xers whose populations are not as high, and and then Gen Zers whose populations are lower still. Suddenly, we cannot pay off, and then don't even talk about the the next generation. There are fewer of them. Social Security is going away. That's going to have to change. Right now, it's just another tax. And the child tax credits, this is the type of giveaway they should have never implemented. All this needs to stop. Continuing with her article here. Uh, the U.S. has never defaulted, not once. Doing so would likely partic- precipitate a historic financial crisis that would compound the damage of continuing public health emergency of the continuing public health emergency. Default could trigger a spike in interest rates, a steep drop in stock prices, and other financial turmoil. Our econ- our current economic recovery <laughs> uh, would reverse into recession, and with billions of dollars of growth and millions of lost jobs. Okay, here's here's <laughs> this is such a stupid statement. Okay, first off, we're not in a pandemic anymore. We don't have a, a public health emergency. Let's just call that off. Let's get over that. It's that's done. Second, we already have a spike in interest rates because of inflation. Interest rates interest rates went from 0 to 4.5% and they're still looking like they might go to between five, five, and six percent, and as far as could dump us into a recession, we're going to hit a recession. We're already going there, whether the debt ceiling's raised or not. We're heading towards a recession. 
It's the crappy policies of this administration that put us in this place. But I, I wonder sometimes if, if Biden is hoping to shut down. I, I guarantee you the Democrats are going to give nothing. And the Republicans should give nothing too. Because this crazy-ass spending that this, this administration is doing is causing inflation, which is causing a spike in the interest rates, which is causing stagnation. And I got a feeling... She's kind of setting up the excuse for why they hit a recession. Oh, it's because the Republicans didn't raise the debt ceiling. That's why we're in a recession, not because two and a half years of crappy policy. Finally, uh, we're going to see whether debt ceiling is raised or not. Um, uh, finally, it's also the BS regulations that this, this administration is putting in. Why is gas prices at four fifty a gallon? And I don't know what it is in your neck of the woods. For us, it's four fifty a gallon in California. Okay, so here we go. Uh, we would emerge from this crisis a permanently weaker nation. For about a century, America's creditworthiness has been a major advantage over economic competitors. We can borrow more cheaply than almost any other country. Well, that's part of the problem. You're borrowing too much. And defaulting would jeopardize the inep, the inep, inviable fiscal position, enviable fiscal position. It would also make America a more expensive place to live, as the higher cost of borrowing would fall on consumers. Mortgage payments, car loans, credit card bills, everything that is purchased with credit would be costlier after the default. Again, inflation's already done this. They've already done this. The Fed has already raised the interest rates. What is she talking about? She's using, it's been happening for the last year. I don't know. She doesn't get it. Or she does get it and she's just lying, which is what I really think is happening here. She's lying. Because things are going to get a lot worse before they get better. We are a weaker nation because of all this spending. We need to stop spending. We need our credit. Maybe we need credit to be more expensive so that we don't end up buying it. And then cut some of these stupid, give everybody a cookie policies. Hey, I don't care. Personally, I don't give a damn if this, the government stays open. F them. Let them shut down and not get paid for a couple of months. Shut down the welfare and food stamps. Or at least put regulation on those. We put regulations on oil companies that are trying to give us gas so we can get to work, but they won't put regulations on food stamps and welfare? No. Shut the IRS down. Shut the EPA down. I'm good with it. Because here's the reality. All this is going to happen whether we like it or not. If we don't get this debt under control, we are going to end up shutting down anyway because there is going to be no way we can afford all this. And by the way, it's not going to be me who pays it. Not me. I'll be fine. Maybe not you. Maybe you're the generation after me, but it'll be the generation after that that's going to suck it up. What's ironic is the generation, the, the tech generation, they're the ones that really want all this debt. Yeah. Good luck to you guys trying to pay that crap off. But I personally don't want my grandkids having to deal with this stuff. Okay, let's take a look at the next story. Okay. So, yeah, oh, here it is. TikTok has been getting a lot of crap about their content that they allow on their platform and the data collection practices of their users. Mind you, this isn't 
Chinese application. They're not hiding what they're doing. They're very open about the fact that they're collecting data. They're very open about the fact that they allow United States children to act like idiots and people to act like idiots on TikTok. They're very open about the fact that they allow, I I guess you could even say insurrectionist material, material that would actually put down the culture that we have here, while the version of TikTok they have in China is completely different. I mean, there are kids learning physics in China. Now, again, people see this. They're being very obvious about it. They're writing Books are written about this. The government knows it's happening. It's to the point that the government has banned the app on all uh, government phones. So the federal government is already doing it. States are already looking, like Florida and Texas, they're looking to ban TikTok altogether. Get rid of it completely. Now, TikTok, of course, they're trying to remake their image because they realize, oh, shoot. Now, they have an American company, the American headquarters. Of course, the American headquarters is still run by China. But they're trying to remake their image so that their bottom line is not as effective. Because the reality is, people are beginning to become very suspicious of TikTok. So, according to Daily Wire, TikTok officials disclosed negotiation detailed details with the U.S. lawmakers in a $1.5 billion plan that would reportedly increase transparency and reorganize how it operates in the U.S. amid national security concerns about the Chinese-owned social media giant. Communication between the video sharing app and the U.S. Committee on Foreign Investment, which oversees how TikTok would operate in America, has been kept under wraps. The Wall Street Journal reported at least 25 states have placed restrictions and bans on the app on government-owned devices or data privacy and national security threats. TikTok officials told the Wall Street Journal, that the company believes the proposal would address such concerns, including, quote, content recommendation and user data access with layers of government and independent oversight, end quote. Wow, we can trust them now. They basically admit, yeah, we've been kind of doing this, so now we won't do it anymore? And they'll be more transparent? I believe it's going, I believe that's going to happen Sometime between never and hell freezing over. They are saying they're going to take national security into consideration? A Chinese company is going to do that? Do you believe it? Listen, TikTok, in the end, needs to go away. It should be banned in this country altogether. It's a spy tool for the Chinese government. It's a propaganda tool for the Chinese government. A propaganda tool that's meant to actually change the perceptions of our children. And it's working. It's working. They don't even have the same... Again, they don't have the same version in China. In China, the kids are actually learning something from the Chinese version of TikTok. I got rid of TikTok, though I rarely used it. I I don't like taking pictures of myself. My kids don't have TikTok. My grandkids are not allowed to have cell phones or social media. Even Josie's kids have stopped using TikTok. Josie has stopped using TikTok. It just needs to go away. And it and, and the reason a lot of these folks are using it is they, they say, yeah, there's something wrong with this. 
There's too many people complaining about it. Even people who don't know anything about the news, Josie, knows that TikTok's a problem. And she can see it in her kids. And the kids have stopped using it because they've grown older and they've realized, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah, it just needs to go away. Okay, well, here we go. Um, <laughs> Sheila Jackson Lee of the House decided to go full racist and codify it into law. According to the Daily Wire, Representative Sheila Jackson Lee, Democrat from Texas, filed legislation last week to codify, quote, conspiracy to commit white supremacy, end quote, into federal hate crime laws. We're going to talk about what that even means. The leading, the, the bill called Leading Against White Supremacy Act, introduced days after big uh, the beginning of the new Congress would enable the Department of Justice to prevent, quote, violent activity, end quote, in relation to white supremacy ideology. The bill does not define white supremacy. Ne nevertheless, it, and see, that's important. It doesn't define white supremacy. You know why? Because there are, Larry Elder is an example. There are black faces of white supremacy. Yeah, you see where I'm going to go with this anyway. Nevertheless, it adds, quote, white supremacy-based motivation against any person, end quote, to existing statutes that already introduce penalties for crimes perpetrated against another person because of race, color, religion, or national origin. So essentially what, what she wants to do is add, not only is there hate crimes, but now there is white supremacy hate crimes. So we're going to add another 20 years to a sentence. Don't worry, this thing's not coming or going around. The bill defines, quote, conspiracy to engage in white supremacy-inspired hate crime, end quote, as an activity, quote, between two or more persons engaged in the planning, development, preparation, or per per perpetration of white supremacy-inspired hate crime, end quote. At least one of the two, one of the two or more conspirators must have published material advancing, quote, white supremacist ideology, replacement theory, or any hate speech directed against non-white groups on social media and other platforms where the content could be viewed, but could be, quote, viewed by persons who are predisposed to engaging in action in furtherance of a white supremacy-inspired hate crime, end quote. So here she is. This this happened yesterday. Here here's Sheila Jackson Lee introducing this bill, and uh, then we'll talk. Let's listen to her make her argument, and then we'll talk about it in a second. We are speaking about is of course the words white nationalism and white supremacy, for it is clear that the FBI makes a direct point between dehumanizing and derogatory comments which come from white nationalists and white supremacists. Uh, to the idea that it generates, as you have heard here on the floor of the House, it generates the death of Dr. Martin Luther King, it generates Charlottesville, it generates Charlotte South, uh, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, it generates hateful acts that result in death. This is the kind of intolerance or the uh, tolerating this that we cannot suffer and the intolerance that we cannot suffer. Because the idea of white nationalism as superior to others and uh, white supremacy indicates that somebody else might die. This resolution is an important resolution to affirm this Congress and this nation 
that we believe that we all are created equal, as Dr. King said, that we shall overcome. And someday we shall overcome. I yield back. I hate when people make stupid, stupid arguments like this. We shall overcome, blah, blah, blah. She is a black woman in Congress. Pretty sure you overcame. We had a black president. Pretty sure you overcame. You have a black vice president. Pretty sure you overcame. Behind you, Sheila Jackson Lee, is another black congresswoman. I'm sure you overcame. But they always say that. They always make themselves victims. Now, this law's not going to pass. And if it does, by some miracle, pass, this law is going to get struck down by the Supreme Court because it's unconstitutional. But we should talk about it because there's something more important about this law than its unconstitutionality. Okay, so let's go through this. All right, I got like little notes here. Uh, first off, this is a thought crime. So in other words, if you have an opinion and you make your opinion public, whether it is truly white supremacist or not, that should be illegal because it might push somebody to commit a crime? That's what she's saying. So if I say I don't like black people, I should be arrested because I might inspire someone to commit a crime? That's thought crime. And then the other thing is, let's just say I say that, I don't like black people, and someone does commit a crime and I get arrested for it. I'm not allowed to have an opinion? You see the problem? It's a violation of the First Amendment, free speech. Sorry. I I should be allowed to say, and the Supreme Court has ruled on this, over and over and over and over again. You, you, if you, you can, you can be a white supremacist in the United States. It's one hundred percent legal. You can be a mis- that it'll makes you a miserable person, but it is still legal. And not to mention, if I say something and then somebody does something stupid, because I quote inspired them end quote, which makes little sense. Why is that my fault? That happens all the time. Bernie Bernie Sanders inspired a shooter that went out and shot a bunch of Republicans at the, the baseball game. They're saying that Trump inspired all the people to invade on January 6th, though that's beginning to prove not true. Lots of people say, Joe Biden says inflammatory things during a Christmas speech. You gotta be kidding me. Um, the other problem with this law is that who determines what is hate speech? Who determines what is conspiratorial? My guess is it's Sheila Jackson Lee. And notice the law is rather vague. Okay. It it can be anything that can be seen as racist. We just talked yesterday about having a liking big bucks butts is considered racist. Now we make fun of that. But the fact of the matter is it just shows everything can be made into race. Anything I say, I could be anti-abortion. And someone will say he's conspiring violence. And I can have this stupid thing tacked onto me. 
And um, the biggest problem here, who's go- who does this law target? White people. That is racist. You are actually inserting discrimination within the law here. You're not targeting black people, though the law is open. So people like Larry Elder and Thomas Sowell can get get uh, targeted. But the fact of the matter is, this is not this is made specifically for white people. It targets white people. And I'm just so tired of the words are violent thing, are violence thing. This is what everyone talks about. Words are violence. No, words are not violence. Words do not cause death. If someone takes my words out of context or decides to act on my words, that's not my fault. What this bill really shows is two things. One, how stupid these representatives are. They are so unaware of themselves. They, they're unaware and they're, they're unaware of what they are. And this Sheila Jackson Lee, she's a racist. She's a black supremacist. And by the way, there is something called black supremacy. It does exist. The Nation of Islam is a black supremacist group. The Hebrew Israelites, the black Hebrew Hebrew Israelites are a black supremacist group. The Black Panthers and the New Black Panthers are a black supremacist group. There are black supremacist groups in the United States. And I'll go a step further. They are more common than white supremacist groups. Ask yourself, have you ever met a white supremacist? I haven't. I met people who are prejudiced. I met people who are racist. I've never met a white supremacist. This woman is a coward. I mean, sorry, not a coward, but this woman is a racist. This woman is a black supremacist. And who are the cowards? Are the Republicans for not going over there and pointing this out and getting this broad kicked out of Congress or doing whatever they can to get her out of Congress? This is a black supremacist. She's a terrible human being and she shouldn't be in Congress. Okay, got through it. I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>